you're listening to Say Yes to Travel with your host, Sarah Dandeshi. Welcome back to another episode of Say Yes to Travel, where we have been speaking to travel and hospitality industry professionals, certainly throughout the last year, which has been really interesting because everybody has had different paths and the way that they have pivoted either personally or certainly professionally has, um, it's been very eye-opening and I'm really excited about today's episode because today I have on Evan Karazi, who is the founder of Karazi Natural Health, and he specializes in health coaching for overworked hospitality professionals. And when we connected on LinkedIn, I was like, I have to have him on because for all of us that know, we've all been in the hospitality industry. It is so easy to be overworked. We are in the industry of caring and giving back and and so focused on the other that we often maybe neglect ourselves a bit, and especially over this past year. Um, so without further ado, I definitely want to bring on Evan. Evan, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me. I, I think it's uh, we're at a pivotal time right now, and, and I just want to do what I can to help uh, those in the industry. And so my mission is really to help people who selflessly put others first. I love that. I and that's why you know when you when you introduced yourself to me, I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to talk because I to- I totally understand it. I mean, after working in hotels for over 18 years, certainly, and I always say like on the front lines of travel, right there in the lobby as a concierge. Some days, like in the height of summer, I would have literally. I'd probably interact with 500 guests in a day, something insane. And I remember how depleted I would feel. So I know that, you know, for me, self-care has always been a very important thing to me. And then uh, certainly this past year has been so different and very challenging in a very different way. So, um, but why don't we go ahead and bring everybody up to speed about you? So I, I think you have such an interesting background, which is definitely why I'm so excited to have you on the show. So you're both a dancer and a revenue manager. So for an introduction for our listeners, can you explain um, or just share a bit about your background? Yeah, absolutely. So all my life, I've been a dancer. Uh, I went to a performing art high school and got waitlisted at Juilliard. Um, And at that same time, I was equally interested in, I would perform and compete in hotels uh, during my middle school and high school years. And I had this other side of me that was so interested in the, the experience that was being created in the hotel. So I actually decided to go to school for hotel management um, while doing a dance minor and kind of uh, propelled into the, the hotel operation space doing housekeeping and kind of all the rooms division and lost my job um, last March due to the pandemic. And at that time, I was very much depleted. Uh, You use a great word. And I kind of started my health journey. So I went to Israel to connect back to my dance roots and to my heritage um, and just now returning. Um, I truly found my purpose and my purpose is to help people who, who put others first and to now be a health coach, um, for, for those that need it the most. I love that. And, and it's, 
the other thing that I think resonates so much with me about you is this natural sort of like background. I mean, for me, I have a background in film and TV. And so when I ended up kind of transitioning and combining what I would say was the best of two worlds, best of both worlds, I certainly had all of this experience in hotels, but then I brought my experience as far as doing video and creating content. And that's how I was able to actually create my brand, Ask a Concierge. So that's another reason why I think what you're doing is so great because it it's so unique to you. And this is just the tip of the iceberg. And, you know, as challenging as last year was, seeing certain individuals tap into the keyword that you used, by the way, purpose has been so amazing to see because this it these are those pivotal moments, these important moments that like start that new chapter. So, and, and I love that you're giving back. So uh, you, you mentioned, you know, that you were depleted. Can you share like a, a bit on that? Like, um, and, and then how that really, like, what was your thought process? You're like, okay. Cause we were all there. We were, we, I mean, I was there too. That thought process as far as like that feeling depleted, depleted and then how you like, you knew that you had to pivot. How did you make that change? Yeah, so so working in operations and then moving over to revenue management, I, you know, I worked with luxury hotels and I worked with Highgate hotels. So, you know, they were the best in their in their field with giving service and and performing revenue management skills. So, I was just torn. I was like, how much do I give of myself to my job, but let me not forget that I love to move and I love to dance. And I would come home at the end of the day uh, with no energy left. Um, I wouldn't even have time to like move or stretch, which is something that's so important to me. And kind of out of this whole COVID experience, I realized that I need to bring myself back to my center. And uh, just in a few weeks, I'm actually launching a whole new project, which will be uh, the Virtual Self-Care Wellness Center where you can access on-demand, ever-expanding guided meditation videos, yoga, dance routines, which I will host, uh, vegetable forward cooking classes, daily empowerment videos, and so much more. And what I'm finding, you know, through my own experience and talking to others is that we we were stripped of time. You know, we, we couldn't even take five or 10 minutes for ourselves. And really that's all that it takes to reset and get back out and give that authentic service experience. So I'm, well, I want to give you the tools to make that happen, to build it in that's possible for you. And, you know, the timing is so perfect because this, this past year has really forced a lot of us in the industry to pause, reset, and re-examine how we had been going about and doing our jobs that... Um, so I am really excited for you because people are realizing like, yeah, we need to actually have, take our breaks more seriously or find out ways to kind of maximize the five, 10 minutes that we might have for ourselves or understand the value of it. And again, the keyword that you also said here was that authentic guest experience is guests are more, they're more educated than ever before. Like we have everything at our fingertips. So like, they can they can sniff out anything that isn't authentic or genuine. And then again, also this past year where everybody's been isolated, 
that's what everybody's craving so much of. So um, this is so perfectly timed, right? Totally. And and I equally want to put my my effort towards helping hotels because I think it's their responsibility now to take this on as they onboard. You know, as as we see the industry rebound, that they they are taking on staff that have been through a traumatic experience, and it's important for them to take on the responsibility to make sure they're emotionally ready to get back in and onboard them uh, in such a way that takes them under their wing and says, okay, let's get you back in a, in a headspace and a physical space where you can give that authentic experience because that's the competitive edge, right? Oh, totally. And you, you it's interesting because I think that's all, it's all too often overlooked. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm on a lot of different conversations and people are talking about sales or just getting heads and beds. And I'm like, what about the operation? What about your staff? Like, it's more than just, oh, you've now put them on the schedule. Uh, they have to reacclimate to this new work environment. And it, and it is different. Obviously there are similarities, but it is different. And so that's a really very valid point that I think a lot of people overlook and glaze over because they're like, oh, you just put them back on the schedule again. And it's like, it's a little bit more involved than that. <laughs> I, I want to talk a little bit more about, um, you know, this, the notion of this burnout and stress from work, especially as, you know, people will be reentering the workforce or as they have, we're, we're working in a very different environment right now. Um, so what are your thoughts on workplace stress, especially in the hospitality industry? And what can people do to manage it? <laughs> Great question. You know, my, my golden principle is create a movement mindset. I know what dance has done for me and for, for, for loved ones, uh, whether I was, you know, performing in my high school for, for my mom who had cancer and, and it took her away from her pain but I can truly tell you it will take you away from yours, even if it's temporarily. So I have five principles for, for best health. And the fifth one is get create those habits to put movement back into your life. It will change you. I love that. I, and I, one of the main reasons why I really like it is that I too um, very much, I'm in my head a lot. And I think that's also very common for people in the hospitality industry because we're trying to like think our way through, whether it's think our way through guest experiences or think our way through like problem solving. And so, and if you're already inclined to be in your head and then like you're working in your head, I always crave that physical movement. That's always been a big thing for me. And because um, that's really kind of the best way to, to get me out of my head and kind of be okay, present. We're getting physical now. So um I, it, it, to me, that totally resonates with me. Yeah. And, and we're always, you know, hospitality is rooted in its people. Let's not forget that. And we, we always put others first and, you know, look at COVID as a time to really build in those self-care practices now so they can sustain you for when the industry rebounds. Yeah. Oh, definitely. So this is actually perfect because it's leading to my next question. Um, you're talking about self-care. So they say, and I agree with this, is that, and I'm sure you do as I know you do as well, but we have to make sure that we are taken care of or we can take care of others. 
So with this, this notion of self-care, it's such an important concept, but it's so overlooked in practice. Um, and especially for those of us in hospitality, uh, I can think of the number of times that I'm like, I haven't even been able to have a, a drink of water or I haven't been able to go to the bathroom, which is so silly, but it's like, it, it can be that way. The guest comes first, but you know, understanding this notion of self-care, what are some ways that people can begin to integrate self-care into their lives? And, and then what are the benefits that they can expect? <laughs> I love this. <laughs> oh my God. Questions. I know. <laughs> I know. You know, I think it really comes back to making it a habit, you know, building in those five to 10 minutes. And, and that's, what's going to be so great about this app is that you can, you can turn it on and say you want, you know, just some, some guided meditation to recenter you or some fun Zumba dance routine. Uh, it's all there for you. And that will help you kind of build in those practices because it's simple, it's accessible and manageable. And the benefits, I think, gosh, it's endless. You, you start to build in self-care first and foremost, but you gain more energy you find that you actually have more energy and you embrace your bio-individuality, which is something we could touch upon with the primary and secondary food, uh, which is really finding what you love to do. And I, I have this full kind of completed mind and body program that addresses it, it, it addresses how to build in self-care when, when assisting other people, you know, when caring for other people. And it's a course that's really built around building a healthy mind and giving you the tools to get back in that headspace. So yeah, so I think little by little, you will build your power, but, but set smaller goals, make the make them achievable. You know, don't make super high goals because you'll be disempowered and you'll lose, you'll lose your passion. So f set your goals around what you love to do and, and it will build. I, it's great. And, you know, I like that you're mentioning the incremental steps because all too often people want to make these gigantic shifts. And as admirable <laughs> as that might be, <laughs> it, it is too often that you can get discouraged or it can be too much of a shift. And I, you know, I love what you're saying that, I mean, basically you're creating new habits. And so you have to kind of like work at it. And as you said, find what you love. And when you find what you love and you really have this genuine enjoyment, you're going to do more of it. And then it, it builds and it grows. It's, you know, for example, people that are trained to be a runner, they're like, I can't imagine running 10 miles. Well, you don't run 10 miles the first day. <laughs> like if you're lucky, maybe you aim for one, maybe it's half a mile. And then you like incrementally, you know, add on to that. So um, it is really important to have that sort of incremental growth mindset, I think. Yeah. And I, I just want to add one more piece. I think it's not about trying to necessarily, you know, drink that smoothie and do these fitness activities and, and look like what we think of self-care is all these things. Well, really it, it can start with what you love to do. And for me, what I love to do is dance, is to move. So find that for yourself, build that into your self-care routine and you will feel a hundred percent better. 
I love that. It's simple. It really is simple. We, we sometimes try to make it more complicated than it needs to be. Um, so we're talking about, you know, we've t- touched a little bit on movement. Uh, and I, as a former dancer, I know you have a lot of thoughts on this. Uh, certainly it's also a passion of yours. <laughs> but how, yeah, I love it. I would, I'll dance with you. Uh, how is movement involved in this healing process? You know, it, it comes back to in what way do you like to move? You know, is it just a simple, like I've talked to a lot of caregivers actually which is another kind of target market for me because I've been a caregiver all my life. And they're like, I want to do yoga. Like I've never even had the opportunity to do something like that and make the time. So it could be even something that's new and refreshing. Um, It could just simply go for a walk. Uh, It can come in so many different forms, but don't try to replicate someone else's routine. Again, find what moves you and go after it. I love that. No pun intended. Find what moves. <laughs> That's good. So shifting gears a bit, um, and you you had just mentioned briefly about this, but I really would love to talk a bit more because it, it's actually new to me. So you mentioned um, integrative nutrition circle of life and this notion of primary, secondary foods. Um, can you explain a little bit about what this is, not only to our listeners, but also for me, <laughs> but why sure. is this important? So in my coaching, and this can be done one-on-one or in a group setting, we look at the full circle. It's not just the movement piece, um, but we want to pull back the parts of your life, the primary food, which is actually what nourishes you off the plate. And it's finding that wheel of life. What keeps you rolling? Is it the intersection of your social environment, your home environment, cooking, uh, what brings you joy, and making sure that those are aligned um, for your own circle. And then the secondary food is actually what nourishes you. And what I, I firmly believe in is the a whole foods plant-based diet um, with the crowding out concept. And what that means is, you know, 80% of the time, you really build in those whole foods right? Eliminating processed foods. And then at the, at the tip, uh, you, you build in what you love, what you crave. Uh, so you kind of get, get it all and you're not restricting yourself of things that, um, you know, for me, I'll give you an example. Um, I'm, you know, let's say I'm, I'm overextending, I'm overexerting myself and I'm craving sweets. Well, maybe it's not, I should just necessarily go towards the sweets, but be more intuitive. Maybe it's because I'm putting out too much energy for me to operate through the day. So we're going to peel back and look at those things, what's out of alignment, what's, what is in tandem, and build it all together. That's great. I'm also, again, so inspired by this because for I always like, I like to say, because I don't share a lot of this actually online, but I always like to say, like, I'm, a, I'm definitely like a health, I'm very health-minded uh, as far as like movement's very important to me. What I eat is very important to me. Um, I've been a vegetarian for over 12 years. It's not something that I overly advertise because that, I mean, I'll, my friends know, but it's like, I don't necessarily put it out on social media. So, uh, but being in a high, such a high performance environment, like the hospitality industry, 
what you consume and how you consume makes such a big difference. And even how you were even just talking about sweets, I too have had those moments and it's like, wait, am I, is it the sweets or is it really kind of like the byproduct that quick rush because like you're, you're having like an energy crash. And then if you eat that, are you feeding into a whole cycle or if you made sure that you fed yourself something else beforehand, could you avoid that? So, I mean, again, it's something that's so, so important, um, but it's so, and, and very much overlooked, I think, in hospitality environments. I even just think about the cafeteria at like, yes, hotel. I was just going to say. <laughs> right? <laughs> like family meal. Oh my gosh. I mean, the, the Thanksgiving day themed or the, when I worked in Hawaii, the, the Friday, like Hawaiian themed food was awesome. But I do want to also say is that it comes back to gut health that, you know, our gut is our connection to the outside world. And, you know, actually 90% of our serotonin is produced in the gut. So think about the way we're eating and, and the whole foods, it will, it will boost your mood. And 70% of your immune system starts in the gut too. So you can really restore yourself by what you eat. Um, but it's not just the food. It's also looking at your circle of life. Yeah. Firm believer in that for, I've, I've always been, I, I mean, like you even notice, and I'm sure that you can ag- agree to this, you know, obviously we're based in the States, but you were just overseas. I was just overseas. And I, the number of times I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm like eating more food, but it's because of its nutritionally dense food that it mm. like, I felt better. I had less cravings. I was, I'm always generally known as a snacker, but it's like, if I eat appropriately, I don't necessarily have that, that need or that, that desire to, whether it's snack or eat things that I probably shouldn't be eating. Um, (laughs) I mean, guilty sometimes, what can we say? Uh, but it is, it is so, so important. And yeah, I mean, we've seen documentaries on this, like over, over the years, and um, in fact, this is getting my wheels turning. I'm like, I want to connect you with a couple of different people that I think um, you guys would yes, be really great love to, to. Um, to speak with. But it is important. And it, it all it all starts, people overlook what they consume and they, they really need to be more mindful of it and be excited about it. It doesn't have to be like, oh, restrictive. It's just being smart about what you're consuming. Yes. And you know, when I was in Israel, I, I came into the country very much a vegan through my my health journey that started when I lost my job. And I realized there were foods that just satiated me that was, that was no longer vegan uh, that I needed to look at because my ancestry, you know, I'm half Persian and I need to also know what my ancestors ate and listen to that. So that's your bio-individuality. Don't restrict yourself. Take the time to really understand what feeds you. That makes me feel better because I did actually have some <laughs> food while I was in Portugal. And I'm like, oh, oh, wait, oh. But I was like, you know what? It, it, you know, I, again, it's like you met, you mentioned it's like being, you know, whether it's the 80% or whatever it is, but it's like, look, you can, you can adhere to a certain way or like, uh, I don't want to say diet because it's not that, but I would say maybe lifestyle, but it's like, there are times that you're like, okay, like 
I feel okay. And actually as a vegetarian, I, wow, this is stuff I don't normally share, but as a vegetarian, every so often I'll be like, okay, let me try some fish or, or seafood and be like, I'll have a bite and be like, do I want more of this? And then it's like, sometimes like, okay, yeah, I can have like a serving of this. Or I'll be like, mm, nope, I'm good. I don't want any more. So again, it's that constant, not constant, but it's like you check in with yourself every so often. And I think that that's important to do um, because I'm, I'm half Lebanese. So yes, Very there's cool. definitely some Persian in my background. <laughs> I get it. Um, so you know, shifting out of this and just like thinking on like a broader scale, you've certainly learned a lot this past year. You've grown so much and I love that you're giving back as well. What in a nutshell, if there could be some takeaways, what are your thoughts on what hospitality professionals, um, what should they be thinking about moving forward? You know, I, I come back to working in revenue management and my VP of sales, because I would sit with them and she goes, make selling easy, make, make the selling process easy for your clients. And I want to make the self-care process easy for you because I understand what it's like. And, you know, just with the five or 10 minutes to reset yourself, it will be a game changer. And, you know, we are, we are all, we all know the industry will rebound at some point. So build in those habits now, you know, if it's like, every day at this time, I'm going to do this, no matter what, then before you know it, after a few weeks, it's just a habit. And you can push through the hard days. And you'll, you'll feel better on other days, and you'll just want to give even more energy to it. So uh, yeah, I'm here for support. And uh, my heart goes out to everyone who's going through this crazy time. Yeah. And it's, we were even just talking right before this about how there is so much of this ups and downs with it. And, you know, um, it is a challenging time for, for so many and it's whether they're working and it's challenging or whether they're not working, they don't know when, what their next job or move might be. It, it is challenging. So, um, but it is also heartwarming to see, you know, different individuals come out of this and that, there are so many people supporting each other, like what you're doing. You know, I'm certainly trying to do that as well with with all my actions. So um, it is that is heartwarming to see that you know the hospitality streak runs runs deep. You know, I love what you're doing too. Uh, you're keeping us connected, and I think because we 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 get our energy off of interacting with people, especially in the industry stay connected with, with people, keep talking to people, stay engaged. It, it will, it will just help you feel better. <laughs> oh, 100%, 100%. I have to say, you know, especially when you mentioned purpose all the way at the beginning, um, I, you know, I had, I had been working still part-time at a hotel. So even though I was traveling all over the place, I still kept my, uh, my, my toes in a property and I got furloughed and it was like, even though I probably, I knew that I didn't necessarily, I was like ready to maybe separate, but, um, it was scary. I've done this for so long and to like go out on your own. And then it's like, okay, well I have this time and what do I do with this time, etc. And I ended up committing to a lot of, um, educational webinars that I was hosting for the concierge community. And it was a lot of work, but, um, it gave me purpose. And all of a sudden, after I had had that time where I felt very lost, I had tapped into this purpose and I was able to give back 
Yeah. And so people are like, oh my gosh, how are you doing this? And it's like, I tapped into my purpose and I was, my, and it's an extension. So again, I, you know, hearing your story, there's, there are so many different ways that, you know, you and I had similar sort of, if it's not same paths, but like maybe the same sort of mindset and what we were looking to, how we were going to like grow out of the current, the current situation. So um, I know that that's why your story certainly stuck out to me. Um, and I don't know if we share that story of mine, but um, thank you for letting me share it. <laughs> um, so, well, that being said, what a just like kind of like, you know, what's next for you? I know you were hinting, you know, at the app, but like, what's next for you? What should you, listeners that have been tuning in, um, what should they know about? So go to evankarazi.com, uh, E-V-A-N-K-H-A-R-R-A-Z-I. And you'll be you'll given you'll be given access to the most recent updates for my mind and body package, uh, my virtual wellness center, and uh, also what's next on my list is to help hotels with their onboarding. I think uh, you know it's it's uh, it's important to bring us all together and make sure we're all ready to go to keep serving others. I love that. Love that. I will be sure to share all of those details in the show notes. <laughs> this was amazing. Thank Evan, thank you so, so much. Thank you for reaching out to me. Thank you. I'm so glad we connected and and thank you for bringing so much of what you're doing um, to the community. It, I mean, it's, it really is. I have, I have chills talking to you. So I really love this. This is fantastic thank you again it's been a pleasure thank you so with that being said um i i will be sure to have all the details here if you guys are interested in connecting with evan all the details will be in the show notes um that is it for today's episode i sure hope that you took away some key nuggets from from this one it was a bit of a shift in gears but i think a very rewarding uh, episode. So uh, that being said, that is it for today. Thank you all for tuning in regularly. Be sure to stay tuned for future episode. And as always, don't forget to continue to say yes to travel. <laughs>